Welcome to Photo Work. I'm Mylan. This is Shannon. Hey. On this part two episode of our interview with fashion photographer Dana Pennington, uh, what do we talk about? We talk about what it's like working as an in-house photographer for Boot oh, yeah. Barn, as well as his tips for moving on from shooting new faces models. So enjoy. I wanted to ask a little bit more about creative director. Sure. How do you get around somebody who has a vision that sucks? And but they're also very egotistical about it. Like no, aggressive. they're aggressive. They're aggressive about it. Well, aggressive and dumb. Yeah, yeah that's a bad it's combo. A bad <laughs> that's a really bad combo. Um, you kind of have to. That's a tough one because, on one hand, like they're paying the bills, you know, and you kind of have an obligation to to get the job done. There have been times where, you know, I've been on set and I, I strongly disagreed with what they wanted to do and they were really adamant about it and you kind of have to just suck it up and do it and hopefully if you have time at the end of the shoot like maybe you can be like all right we're gonna for safety we're gonna shoot something else um that's usually what i'll try and do is just like get through it as quickly as possible and try and leave myself a little bit of a buffer at the end to you know maybe try and do something better uh, but there have been times where i've just been like all right like this is what it is i'm gonna get the job done I'm never going to share this. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you don't tag me in it. Um, but, I mean, luckily, like, I feel like most people are, are at least, if you can show them the difference, they're gonna, they'll realize. And if it's, like, a, just a real asshole that is really into themselves, they're just going to, you know, they're just going to have a rough product, which mm -hmm. sucks. You know, like, I've definitely shot things that I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of. Mm -hmm. And it, it happens, and that's kind of just like, you know, part of that's the gamble that we take, mm -hmm. you know, as, as photographers. is like we're a lot of times we're executing yeah. someone else's vision. Mm -hmm. And if it's not necessarily a great vision, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. <laughs> it does happen, though. Uh, well, I, you know, I've been pretty fortunate, though. I haven't had to deal with it a ton. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been pretty lucky to work with people that I've, for the most part, got along with pretty well mm -hmm. or at least have been able to convert <laughs> into, into some sense of like understanding of what you know what works and what doesn't work mm -hmm. but they're not all gonna it's not always gonna go that way and so you just have to kind of say suffer in silence i guess yeah <laughs> and then complain about it later yeah, yeah. exactly yeah i mean it's, it's like all right if they tag you in it untag yourself untag and, immediately yeah, yeah exactly cover and, your tracks and i mean there have i mean i've gotten to a point where like i've had to sort of fire clients before mm -hmm. where they like They'll, you know, I do a job and it just doesn't, it's not a good working relationship and they've come approached me again and I've just been like, you know, sorry, mm -hmm. I'm not available just because it's, sometimes it's not worth the headache. It's like, they're like a f first consistent client that I had for a really long time was a really crappy working relationship and I just, I didn't like the way he did things, but it was the only client I had. So I just mm -hmm. suffered through it and mm -hmm. eventually I was just like, like the amount of stress that this puts me through. Mm -hmm is not worth it you're right like mm -hmm. i'll figure it out mm -hmm. like don't take the job just out of desperation <laughs> we all do sometimes <laughs> yeah for sure that, i mean that's a scary thing you know when you got rent coming up and mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah. but you know your your personal well-being is definitely something that you need to value mm -hmm. and that's something as as artists and and f especially freelancers we've kind of put to the side a lot mm -hmm. so you gotta you gotta keep it in check a little yeah. bit mm -hmm. Back when you were doing freelance, uh, what was the time frame of when clients were booking you? Um, it was real up and down. Mm -hmm. You know, I would have really 
busy periods and then I would go like stretches where I'm like, all right, hopefully I get a phone call here sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of my, you know, some of my more consistent clients, like for e-commerce, like I had, I've had e-commerce clients where it's like almost, you know, at least once a month, mm-hmm. um, sometimes more than that. And then, you know, I've had clients where it's like lookbook stuff pretty consistently from season to season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you, you know, you get those dry spells, especially like around the holidays when people aren't shooting a ton because holiday stuff is already shot. Spring stuff is basically already shot. You're kind of like, that limbo mm-hmm. period towards the end of the year is is a scary time because it's an expensive time mm-hmm. just as a person. You know, you've got the holidays and and stuff like that, but you just kind of have to really get good about budgeting, which I'm bad at. Me too. It's hard. Being an adult sucks. <laughs> well, being an in-house photographer, do mm-hmm. you? What's the limitations with the images that you're creating? Can you use them for yourself? They allow you to use them for your book. Yeah, or? like they're they're pretty cool. You know, obviously, since you work for the company, they kind of they take ownership of the images, yep. which is you know, as as a photographer, kind of goes against everything that I've always believed. But um, yeah, they're cool with us. You know, we can use them for social media and use them for our books and things like that, which is nice. Because uh, I, I definitely have known photographers who have been in-house at other companies where they were like, you can't use these at all, and that would suck. Yeah. Um, or like, you can only use them on social media, like, mm. and that would be a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we can use them for our portfolios and things like that, which is nice. And you know, we, we're still able, luckily, to freelance as well. Like, they're cool with us. You know, if we have a freelance job, you know, taking some time off and you know, going and shoot for you know, a client, as long as it's not like a direct competition or conflict of interest we're pretty free to, you know, still do other things. So we all have our own freelance clients and then we all still shoot our, you know, our own editorial content and things like that, which mm-hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. So we get to, we still get to shoot what we want to shoot mm-hmm. on the side. Uh, just time is a commodity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you're exhausted from the week. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean like when we're on location, it's, you know, that's super exhausting mm-hmm. during the week. E- you know, e-com is not super fun, mm-hmm. but it's also not super physically demanding. So it's like, all right, I just shot e-com, and luckily our office is in Orange County, so, mm-hmm. like, there have been, you know, like, maybe just shoot over to the beach and, mm-hmm. you know, after work and shoot at the beach for a couple hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, go get a, find a cool location on the weekend and shoot an editorial or shoot personal work. So mm-hmm. we still get to do what we want quite a bit. That's good. Yeah, otherwise I think I'd go crazy. Yeah. 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 Like I said, there's, there's pros and cons on both sides of the fence between freelance and, and mm-hmm. in-house. Mm-hmm. So different paths for different folks. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, who knows how long I'll, I'll be here, but not for now, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's like an ebb yeah. and a flow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Super <laughs> stardom. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish. No, actually, I don't. I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would be fine with just regular stardom. Regular yeah. industry stardom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't need the super stardom. <laughs> what are some interesting places you had to travel for, for shoots? Oh man, yeah, Moab. Uh, Moab was really cool. You know, done. I've shot. You know, I lived and shot in Miami quite a bit. So all over that area, the Mm -hmm. Keys and things like that are beautiful. Um, Jackson Hole, Wyoming was a place that we just shot in not too long ago, and I had I'd never been there. The whole place looks like it's photoshopped. It's so (laughs) beautiful. Um, So that was a good time. You know, I've I've shot in London Mm -hmm. and Paris, which. You know, I sh- I, sh- I traveled to both of those places when I was just starting out. So those pictures are garbage, <laughs> but you know, I shot there, and mm-hmm. I you know I definitely am planning on going back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I love to travel, so like combining those things is 
huge for me. So mm-hmm. I think my next trip is going to be Japan, though. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's on my, my list, That's too. my next goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Japan this year. So we'll see how that goes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Going to Tokyo? All the food. Yeah, probably. Um, my, my grandmother is actually from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from a smaller town on the north side of Japan. So um, I'll probably, we're going to go to Tokyo, and then I'm going to try and either train or drive and go, like, visit her hometown because, like, she's been in the States for 30 plus years yeah. and hasn't been back to Japan so I'd like to kind of connect with that part of my distant family yeah so we'll see how it goes I'm excited oh, take cool. us with you <laughs> All right, let's go <laughs> pack your bags yep. we're going to oh, Japan that's Japan good. that's on my bucket list all the ramen oh god <laughs> so much ramen yeah and you know it's like it's the kind of the fashion hub of that part mm-hmm. of the world so yep. like go do some shoots and just like the locations there mm-hmm. look really epic mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to it oh yeah in the works. What story do you want to do there? Um, I I really love classic like Japan, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also like on the flip side of that is it's such a modern city that like just the amount of rich color there is like I really want to shoot in that city like in Tokyo mm-hmm. in the thick of that city with the you know, neon lights mm-hmm. and people everywhere is just like so not me that I re- it makes me really want to shoot it mm-hmm. so. Try and shoot as much as I can there, though. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much I can pack into one trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if not, I just have to go back, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, do you travel by yourself for something like that? Or do you have um, somebody come with you to like, help assist? Usually, usually I'll go by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten really good at kind of being like a one-man show. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it simple in terms of gear and lighting and things like that. And uh, kind of, you know, you sort of learn to MacGyver things and do some DIY stuff. Um as far as you know, rigging stuff up if you have to, but uh, I don't, you know, if friends want to come, cool. Mm-hmm. If not, then I mean, like I, I went and did a shoot in Greece a few years ago, or went to Greece a few years ago, and you know, traveled with somebody, and then it's like, all right, I'm gonna go shoot some photos, so I'll just go off on my own for a while, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, or and then like I've gone like not too long ago, I took a trip to New York, and it's like, all right, I went with with friends, but at the times that I'm like shooting, it's like I'm just gonna peel off and I'll see I'll catch up with you guys later kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, this is like if, if they're not going specifically for it like it's like not super fun to to assist sometimes if you're not interested in it and yeah. I feel like I've used that card with all of my friends like hey <laughs> come help me out on this shoot real quick I'll buy you dinner or I'll buy you beer uh, that only gets you so far apparently mm. so get gotten really good at just sort of being a one-man show which <laughs> is fine by me because I like a small kind of intimate shoot sometimes anyway nice to have like a just a mellow scenario mm-hmm. where you, as opposed to like 30 people on set and mm-hmm. people screaming and <laughs> yeah <laughs> chaos they're screaming shark yeah, <laughs> wow. Dolphin. i'm trying Dolphin, to av- i'm trying to avoid sharks for now <laughs> um, but we'll see maybe mm-hmm. i'll go to australia and shoot with the sharks down there because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not small or anything down right there yeah exactly <laughs> if i'm gonna sh- if i'm gonna get eaten by a shark i want to be eaten by a big one <laughs> I had a question about your traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I've I probably watched too much like Border Patrol shows because <laughs> I love them. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Australian ones. Yeah. Like, oh oh yeah, man. Outback. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, traveling with camera gear, mm-hmm. a lot of places have you know restrictions on working in countries without the proper visas and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever had any trouble traveling with gear and them saying? Your job as a photographer, you have your gear. Yeah, we don't believe you that you're not coming here not to take Luckily, money from our people. No, 
I haven't I haven't had any issues with that. Um, and it's all I you know when I do travel, like I try and take just the bare minimum, like especially like lighting equipment stuff. I feel like that's always like a really big red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I'm going abroad, I generally like I'll be, if I'm gonna shoot if I'm gonna need any light, I'll just do like on camera flash or try and stick to like bounce and mm-hmm. things like that because you could probably like get by with a reflector or something like that. But if you're bringing you know, 12 stands and pro photo heads and stuff like that. They're like, that's going to raise a red flag. Um, but yeah, just trying to, trying to minimize your impact and things like that. And, you know, I always carry on my camera, like anybody who checks their camera and is out of their damn mind. Like, I don't know how anybody could ever do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't trust TSA with my clothes, much less like my most prized possessions. Um, but yeah, I think it's a lot of, especially if you're traveling abroad, it's kind of about minimizing your footprint. And most of the stuff that I'm shooting, if I'm traveling, is more like editorial as opposed to commercial. Uh, so it's not quite as much of an issue, mm-hmm. luckily. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll cross that bridge whenever I have a, a big international job. Sure. Like the one thing that I like, I kind of try and recommend to people is, A, first of all, pay for the TSA pre-check. Because mm-hmm. uh, that... M- expedites you through security because especially now like with the new travel regulations at some airports they're starting to make people take cameras out of bags which you're traveling with like <sighs> three or four cameras <laughs> that's such a pain in the ass um so tsa pre-check like has a good workaround mm-hmm. there and then um you know if if it seems like if it's a popular flight or if it's mm-hmm. like going to be a full flight i'll just pay for like the priority boarding mm-hmm. you know, if it's like 60 bucks or something mm-hmm. like that like that way at least i know i'm going to get an overhead spot mm-hmm. it's just like that's a huge phobia of mine too yeah i was gonna ask about like meetings did you ever do back in the day when you were freelancing which was only three months ago uh (laughs) (laughs) way back (laughs) way back when uh did you do like in-person meetings did you do that whole route kind of thing yeah to some degree like Mm -hmm. i'll make it a point to you know go and at least stop by the modeling agencies every once in a Mm -hmm. while and say what's up and hang out or take them some cookies Mm -hmm. um, because it's a great bribe when Mm -hmm. you want, you know, good, better models for shoots. Mm -hmm. Uh, Food helps. Uh, And then, like, the, you know, the regular clients that I have, you know, stop by every once in a while. And then a lot of times getting a face-to-face is is the best way to, like, for sure cement a job Mm -hmm. or cement a relationship. And, yeah, you know, it's like, all right, pack up, throw my iPad in my bag, try and make myself look reasonably presentable and mm-hmm. just like go meet a new client and, and i like i'm an introverted person so i hate that but yeah for sure like you kind of have to do it every once in a while mm-hmm. um luckily like people you know communicate almost entirely online now so like mm-hmm. sometimes it's you know like i've had people that i've worked with for months you know like bookers and things like that yeah. who i've known for years that i've never even met in person and then like we meet at a party and it's like oh my god i feel like i we're best friends already yeah mm-hmm. and we, this is the first time we've ever been face to face and then i've had clients and stuff like that where it's like we want to meet you before we even consider anything yeah so you ca- it kind of depends on the person mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely a skill worth having it's just like being able to to put on that that face and that meeting face and yeah you know try and schmooze a little bit mm-hmm. which i'm not great at but kind of you fake it you know yeah. a little bit. you're like totally i i can do this job <laughs> like, i remember like the the very first time i ever had a prospective client asked to meet with me mm-hmm. was for like a beauty campaign and so i like you know i got all dressed up and i had like this is like i had a printed portfolio at this time it was like right after college and i go to this meeting and i'm like all right i'm gonna nail this and they're like all right well how much do you think this would cost you know like mm-hmm. rough bid kind of thing 
And I just like threw out a number and they immediately were like, this kid doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Like, and I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> like I totally bombed this meeting <laughs> because I was unprepared. Like I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. And they like, luckily the lady that I met with was cool. She's like, I get it. You're new. You're a young photographer. Just FYI, like we would have hired you right up until the point where you underbid this job by like several thousand dollars. Mm. That was an indication to us that you weren't ready for it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, like that sucks. But mm -hmm. I learned from it. Mm -hmm. And eventually they wound up hiring me later on down the road, mm -hmm. luckily for something else. But at the time I was like, okay, maybe I need to like have sort of a clue of what I'm doing before I go and meet with a prospective client. <laughs> uh, that was probably like my first real gut check. It was, it was, yeah, a, you never thought underbidding would be a bad thing. Yeah, I was like, I for you. was like, man, this sounds like so much money. Hopefully, they for don't them. like tell me I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it was like several thousand less than what it should have been. And you know, I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. I was like 21, 22, something like that. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah. you know, just a kid. And mm -hmm. I was like, a couple thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money to me, but mm -hmm. no, it's not. Some, you know, not for what it was. But, you know, you, you learn. You live and learn. Like I said, you get those gut checks every once in a while. Yeah. And they still happen from time to time. Mm -hmm. but. And how did you learn pricing and bidding and all that? Because that, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, honestly, a lot of times, you know, when you're first starting out, it's just, like, asking your peers, like, mm -hmm. hey, do you think, like, this is a decent number for this job? If you've got a friend who, like, maybe is a little bit more ahead of the game than mm -hmm. you are. Um, and then just kind of like online research, like market research and stuff like that. And then there have been a few times where I've had larger companies that asked me to bid for something that I felt un unprepared for. Mm -hmm. And I had hit up like uh, a photo rep and mm -hmm. been like, look, I know you, you're not, you don't rep me, but you know, could you give me some advice on this and I can, you know, maybe I'll pay you a fee and they've helped me out like, th and that's something that they'll occasionally do if you find a, a rep that's cool and mm -hmm. you know, not like super crazy busy, mm -hmm. you know, maybe find like a boutique you know, photo mm -hmm. agency and be like, Hey, look, like just do me a kind of a one-off thing and help me bid this. And I'll, you know, I'll give you the agency fee and stuff like that. And I've done that a couple of times too. Mm -hmm. And then once you kind of like figure out your spot in the industry and like the kind of clients that you're getting, you can, you can kind of figure it out mm -hmm. and like sort of develop like, you know, what a, an average rate is for the type of work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully that rate slowly declines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see the you know it's you never know but yeah that's that's definitely an option that a lot of people sometimes overlook is mm -hmm. like just approach an agent and be like hey you know, can you help me out with this i'll give you you know I'll give you the fee mm -hmm. uh don't go to like art and commerce and do that though like yeah. they're too busy repping yeah. like the top of the industry they'll probably just not even respond to you right <laughs> like yeah. who is this right yeah. yeah but yeah if you find like a smaller like a boutique rep and you know maybe you build up a working relationship and eventually they rip you yeah, yeah that's that's cool. another great tip right there yeah it's <coughs> not uh it's not for everybody there's mm -hmm. definitely like pros and cons to having an agent and the market is kind of changed over the years where now like agents aren't really looking to groom new photographers they're mm -hmm. looking to take on working photographers um so that's you know kind of changed a lot over the last several years but uh, yeah, if you want to get rep, you know, having a, a relationship that's a kind of a cool way to, an interesting way to start, as opposed to like that cold email or mm -hmm. or waiting on somebody to knock on your door. Mm -hmm. You know, money talks, and if you're willing to throw throw somebody a few bucks and make it, sh it shows them that you're working, mm -hmm. not not a bad route to take. 
I wanted to ask you about how you move on from shooting new faces all the time mm. to getting you know more uh, advanced models. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I think f- it starts from just building a good personal working relationship with your the bookers, and I think what a lot of one mistake that people have a tendency to make is to like bounce around from agency to agency and like shoot one model from each and then nobody really ever starts to build up that working relationship with you if you focus on a couple of agencies and shoot a bunch of their models um, a lot of times you kind of will graduate to getting you know better models Um, but sometimes it's not that simple and you kind of have to like push things a little bit and uh, kind of demonstrate your worth Mm -hmm. a bit I guess is uh, how I would put it and, you know, if you're putting together a shoot and, you know, it's, you know, you've got a full team and things like that, it's, you know, if you've been working with them for a while and you see that they're using your work in their books regularly, you're like, look, this is a bigger shoot. I'm, you know, I'm just putting a little more effort into this one. You know, I've got a team and we're going to shoot at this location, blah, blah, blah. Can I get somebody who's, you know, get a mainboard model? Um, because... Ultimately, like you kind of at some point, you just sort of have to start asking for things in this industry, which is what I've found, mm-hmm. because I'm I'm the type of person where I'm like, I don't want to be too pushy mm-hmm. or anything like that. And um, you will you'll get the least out of people voluntarily every time. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, it's easy. I need I've got 12 new faces that need pictures. If he's not going to push me to, for better model. We're just going to, like, we're going to get our books filled. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to push a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, this is an industry where a lot of it is asking for favors and things like that. And, you know, if you've got that good working relationship, you know, with, you know, whatever booker at, Mm -hmm. you know, X agency, Mm -hmm. you can be like, look, hey, you know, I want to, you know, I want to kind of take things to the next step. And sometimes, you know, if you don't know, like, why you're not getting that, just ask. Mm -hmm. You know, like, feedback is always is a good thing mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard to get mm-hmm. you know and maybe you, you might get some critical feedback be like look hey what's what do i need to do you know just email the book and be like what do i need to do to start testing with mainboard models mm-hmm. you know some some higher end models that mm-hmm. you know are you know more experienced yeah. and stuff like that and maybe they'll you know they'll, they'll tell you you know like look you know you're we like what you're doing but maybe you're a little inconsistent or uh, you know we, you've got a good eye, you're, you know, you're giving us usable images for new faces, but we need something a little more refined and a little more polished for like a higher end model who's not testing as frequently, you know, cause like the girls that are on that main board, they're working a lot and right. you know, any day that they're testing, you know, sh- doing a shoot for free is a day that they're not making money mm-hmm. right. for themselves, but ultimately for the agency, mm-hmm. you know, they're a business. And uh, so if they're going to do the favor of giving you a, you know, a really great working model, uh, you know, for free for, a, you know, a whole day mm-hmm. sometimes or half a day, mm-hmm. like it's got to be worth it for them. So, you know, sometimes you just have to ask for that feedback and you'll they'll tell you like and hopefully they'll tell you in like a, a constructive way. Mm-hmm. And if you've been working with them for a while, they will, you know, like obviously they like you to some degree they're mm-hmm. still they're at least g- even giving you new faces is is an achievement right and, mm-hmm. and show some measure of confidence that they have in you and so just ask them like hey what do i need to do to to get to that next level mm-hmm. because they're you know they're working with hundreds of photographers you know in, in la there's like a bazillion photographers mm-hmm. and uh you know some of them that they're working with are really well established and are very mm-hmm. skilled so they know like they mm-hmm. you know bookers know who's a good photographer and who's not a good photographer 
and uh, and who's good to work with and things like that. And they'll you know a lot of times they'll help you. I've had plenty of photographer or uh, plenty of bookers who have kind of helped me learn and grow and mm-hmm. get better at what I'm doing or tell me what I'm doing wrong, mm-hmm. you know, or tell me like, hey, look, you kind of fumbled this shoot, you know, like it happens. They don't all have great shoots every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had one like not too long ago where it was like we did the shoot and it was swim stuff and it was just a test because I wanted to you know update my book with some fresh images and have some social media posts. And we happened to be in the middle of like a super sunny week and then went to the beach on the one gloomy day. Oh, man. And the booker was like, hey, you know, like they're fine images. We can't really use them because like we don't need black and like nobody wants black and white swim images. You know, it's like it doesn't really sell much. Uh, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, it happens. No mm-hmm. harm, no foul. And as long as you're, you know, you don't like take it personally and send them a snarky email back or something yeah. like that. Which I, I'm, I know people who have done that where oh, they're really? like, they're like, have gotten into fights with bookers because they didn't like some feedback or something like that. Mm. Don't do that because yeah. then you're get never you. gonna get anybody. Yeah, you know that's gonna get you thrown out. And all most of these bookers are friends with other bookers at yeah. other agencies. You're not getting anywhere. And yeah, you're just you're basically tying a boat anchor to your foot and jumping <laughs> off a boat. Yeah, you know, like don't do that. Um, but yeah, just being open mm-hmm. and a good communicator, mm-hmm. w- I think, is a, probably the best course of action to take. And just ask, you know, like, hey, can I shoot a, can I shoot some mainboard models? Like, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I'm truly really trying to, re- you know, refine my style and build my book to a higher level. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if you're asking for a top end model and it's just like I'm doing a test shoot in my studio, it's gonna be me and the model, and she's just gonna bring whatever. Yeah. Unless you're really good at what you do or unless whatever your style is is something that model needs, it's not worth it for them. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just got to work a little harder, mm-hmm. which is hard sometimes. You know, it's yeah. not easy to, like, produce a whole shoe. Like, trust me. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's hard to get a good stylist mm-hmm. and, a, you know, and a full team and mm-hmm. a cool location. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, if you put out that effort, be like, look, and you can show them, like, hey, look, I've got a whole team here. Mm-hmm. I've got a really cool location. This is going to be something epic. You guys have used every picture I've sent you before. There's no reason why this would be any different. Mm-hmm. And this is a higher caliber, so give me a higher caliber model. Pretty please. please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please. And here's please. a cookie. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and stop by, like, and be like, afterwards, you know, stop by the agency and be like, here, buy you mm-hmm. some cookies or some cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love me and more and <laughs> send me more good models. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then, you know, when they invite you to their agency party, like, just show up, mm-hmm. which is something that I'm bad about doing. It's like, I hate going out to clubs and stuff like that. But, you know, the agencies are always having holiday parties and they have a party for, it seems like, every season that goes by. Just mm-hmm. go up, show your face, like, mm-hmm. s- at least say what's up to the booker that you work the most with. That way they know that you made the effort to show up mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that, you know, they mean something to you as well. What do you think a lot of newish photographers who are starting to test with agencies, what are mistakes that they're making and when they're not seeing their images show up in their book, like on the model site, you know? Don't shoot nudes. Um, I mean, honestly, like that's a, that's a big one. You know, a lot, a lot of people want to sh- shoot naked girls and if that's like what ultimately your goal is. You're not going to get super far in the industry. And some, some girls are totally down with it. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll know which ones are by looking at their books, usually, or looking at their social media. Um, but if you're trying to build a relationship with the agency, you have to keep in mind the agency's goal is to market those models to people who will pay them. And the amount of 
outlets that will pay agencies for naked models mm -hmm. is very slim. You're yeah. We're talking like Playboy, and that's basically it mm -hmm. um, for the most part as far as like stuff that's respectable, mm -hmm. quote unquote, mm -hmm. and that's a whole other personal mm -hmm. you know, preference thing. But they're trying to sell them to fashion brands and stuff like that. So you need to have, s even if it's just like jeans and a t-shirt, that's a whole lot more usable to an agency than girl laying on the concrete floor of your empty studio wearing nothing mm -hmm. or like rolling around in the sand naked. Like, sure, that might be a beautiful picture. And, and we, you know, all of us have shot those images and it's fun to shoot, you know, artistic stuff like mm -hmm. that. But that's not going to get you very far with the agencies. Uh, or if you're going to do something like that, be like, all right, like, you, first of all, you have to be really upfront with what your intentions are and what you want to do. Yeah. And if you're like, hey, look, I see this model has done some nudes and stuff like that. I would, I would like to, but I also see that maybe her book doesn't have much swim stuff. We're going to go to the beach. I'll shoot a few bikinis. I'll shoot some swim looks. Mm -hmm. And then if she's cool with it, we might do like a nude look if that's okay with you. That's at least a, a little bit more, you know, mutually beneficial approach to something like that. Um, and then the other thing that a lot of mistake that a lot of new photographers make is doing too much. Um, like really crazy makeup is the worst. Mm -hmm. Like no makeup is better than bad makeup mm -hmm. is kind of like what I always tell photographers that are starting out. Uh, and if you have like super weird eye makeup that's like covering half the model's face, the agency is never going to use that. And maybe after you've built a relationship with the agency and if it's like something more editorial, you can do something like that. But that's not until you've shot, you know, a bunch of just super basic ass tests that are just show the model really well that you're going to be able to get away with doing something like that. Because if it's your first shoot with the agency and you shoot something super off the wall with like weird styling that is not like everybody's cup of tea and crazy makeup, mm -hmm. they're just going to be like, that's what this guy does. And that's not beneficial to us. So there's right. not a whole lot of per reason for us to continue to work with them. Mm -hmm. So start you know, still shoot what you want to shoot, still shoot something that's true to what you want to do, but start with something that's a little bit more toned down, mm -hmm. I guess is how I would put it. Uh, you know, crawl before you walk kind of thing uh, with working with the agencies because ultimately they're your gateway to the models um, if you're going, if you're doing things by the book. And, you know, social media has kind of changed that a little bit because now we have direct access to a lot of models. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're in terms of going through agencies, just like make sure you're giving them something that that is going to be useful for them. Right. Or if you've got them for a full day and you want to do something weird, you know, in the morning before the makeup artist has done something crazy, shoot a couple of really basic looks and then go crazy. Then yeah. you're both getting something out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have the time. Uh, but don't just shoot a whole full day of super weird like off clothes that nobody's ever going to wear and like <laughs> a full face of crazy makeup and like huge teased hair. Like mm -hmm. they're never going to use that ever. So uh, you're kind of limiting yourself there. Mm -hmm. But super basic when, you know, when you're first starting out, like just you and a model and like jeans and a tank top is totally fine. And you can shoot some really great images with a really basic setup mm -hmm. and, and very minimal styling. Yeah, I think that kind of goes to the storytelling aspect of it or the having a, a voice, too. Is yeah. Start with those basics. Mm -hmm. Don't let the props tell it. Like tell Exactly. It, yeah, you tell it. Yeah, for sure. So strip down the model. Right. Strip, well, not strip down. <laughs> <laughs> Unless permission. they're okay with it. Unless they're okay with it. End of age. End of age, right. Fresh yeah, faces exactly. is a dangerous realm. <laughs> right, yeah. But, yeah, strip it down. Tell the story. Right. Just, like, 
learn to make a really beautiful image of somebody with very minimal stuff and the agencies will love you for that. Yeah. Like that they eat that stuff up. Like like it's crazy. If you can do just like if you can shoot a really I always tell people like if you can shoot a really good super basic no makeup portrait of somebody like for a comp card cover it, bookers will bend over backwards for you if you can consistently deliver that to them because yeah. every model needs that like super solid comp card cover image that is real minimal and real real simple and just effective and if you can execute that consistently like, they'll, they'll let you do fun things mm -hmm. they will yeah. you just have to give them a little to get there yeah it's a business it is a business. Everybody's trying to make money. Yep. Otherwise, we would be just artists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, starving artists. Starving. Thank you for listening to Photo Work. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. And what else? Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend.